Michelle. Welcome back to Lyrics for Lunch. This is the show that's probably not going to give you your happy ending. Oh, we always give you your happy ending. <laughs> or we do. Uh, I'm Lindsay Tucker. I'm your host. Joining me today and every day, it's a V. Rubenstein. Today and every day. <laughs> yeah, we do, this is a daily podcast now. <laughs> Once a week. Once a week. Yeah, we folks. do this 365, <laughs> 366 in this, this year. How are you doing, Lindsay? I'm good. What is the show? This is the show that tells. This is the show that tells the unforgettable stories from pop culture's favorite songs and artists. Unforgettable songs. Yay. Unforgettable songs. Unforgettable stories. Unforgettable hosts. Oh, you're wearing your Feel the Burn shirt. Good thing I didn't wear my Feel the Burn shirt. (laughs) You don't want to be matching. That's that's our new thing. Just twinning. Just twinning all the time. I'm friends with a band. Who shall remain nameless? Um, and they're a duo. They're like a, a two-member band. They're both women, and one of the members makes dresses for every show. So they like match their dresses every show. Wow. Yeah, it is wow. Like that's like exactly all matching. Yeah, they they make the same Not like complimentary, like the same. No, no, she makes two identical dresses for each show. Or they have like a stable of handmade identical dresses. Anyway, so, Lindsay. Yes. On May 6, 2011. Wait, we haven't told them who the artist is. We'll be okay. All right, all right, all right, sorry. Proceed. On May 6, 2011, a Brazilian blog posted this entry. This is, enti- this is translated from Portuguese, so I did my best to clean up the, the awkwardness of like the Google Translate. Has the real Avril Lavigne died? Is Avril dead? The friendly and talented Avril Lavigne has been surprising the public and the press with her work since she was young. One of the very controversial facts about her career was her sudden change in style and appearance, which occurred in the year 2004. These changes were chalked up to her maturity or new experiences and interests. However, if you like conspiracy... I have one for you. What if Avril Lavigne died in 2003 and has been replaced by an almost identical lookalike? Are there elements that would support this hypothesis? As incredible as it seems, everything would have fallen into place for this to have actually happened. Is Avril Lavigne Paul McCartney? So, right. So, (laughs) this is another Paul is dead episode. No, I just want to note that this theory was published in 2011 on this blog, but other fans believe that they heard these rumors before that, like all the way back to 2005. Although, this is the first documented instance of the Avril is dead and replaced by a body double theory. This is There's no paper trail before this. Because MySpace is gone. I guess because MySpace is gone, but, but basically every publication that references the avril is dead theory points to this blog as being the first time but mentions like oh some fans believe that they heard this before that so what is your history with avril levine 
I remember Avril coming out into the pop punk scene mm-hmm. like maybe seventh or eighth grade ish. Two thousand two. Yeah. Two thousand two. Two thousand two was her first record. Okay, so high school. So yeah. my high school boyfriend introduced me um to her and but i started becoming friends with him in seventh grade so i it just it was different in my memory uh when that was but he was like super into pop punk and like love blink 182 and then avril came out and there was the complicated song that was like complicated was her first hit lash out when you strike your pose (laughs) and he would always like do this like really um, strike a pose like effeminately and People would always say he was gay. I'm like, guys, he's not. He just likes Avril Lavigne. <laughs> How dare you like a woman artist? You right? must be a homosexual. Oh, toxic masculinity. Parentheses, <laughs> which is bad. Right. Uh, so, yeah, toxic masculinity was alive and well, as as usual. Um, and then there was, like, Skater Boy. And she married, like, the guy from... She Well, maybe. She may have married the guy from... It may be the the double. But what's the band? Some 41. 41. And she also may have married the guy from Nickelback. She's just going through Canadian artists. But did she really marry? Yeah. Is I mean, when I, say, when I say maybe, it, I'm saying it it's may have been the double. she may be a double. But she yeah. first married that punky guy from Derek some Wibley 41 is, is who you're talking about and then she married a chad yes she she married chad kroger in 2013 and they divorced in 2015 so she used to wear like bright colors and plaid and then now mm-hmm. she doesn't anymore so i guess she got new skin okay so a <laughs> couple things okay <laughs> Yes, uh, I'm not going to do a whole history of Avril, but she is from Canada, Belleville, Canada, and she is a year older than you are. She was born September 27th, 1984, so she's a year older than both of us. Like, what are you? You think you're younger than me? <laughs> I am I am considerably younger, six whole weeks younger than you. Um, okay, so back to the Portuguese blog. We're going to read a lot from the Portuguese blog because they lay out in stark detail, actually, the theory that Avril died in 2003 and has been replaced. She was just too important to her record label that they had to replace her? Literally, yes. So here we go. <laughs> the number of coincidences that support this hypothesis is intriguing. This, this writer uses the word intriguing a lot. So, get, get strap in. That's why I've gathered here all the coincidences that supposedly point to this idea. I want to make it clear that I have no intention of presenting my theory as news or something that I or something that I am actually trying to prove. But I want the reader to follow the text as a curiosity. I wish to make it clear in advance that none of the points that made here are invented. All translations of letters, facts, arguments in general used in this theory are real and true. There is no false or forged information as this would lose its appeal. Agree? This approach is a very weird style of writing, but it's translated. It's translated from Portuguese. So I think I think it's like a little bit of both. It's like a weird (laughs) style of writing because it's a blog from 2011 and it's Google translated from Portuguese and then cleaned up by me. The this approach, however, caused many people to use my theory as if it were fact. 
It is just a theory based on real elements, but only for entertainment purposes. Understand that during this narrative, I will be emphatic and persuasive, but within the character that I assume the kind of fan unraveling the case. Well, without further, check out everything about the subject now. So this feels like a disclaimer, like, please don't sue me for libel. Yeah. Enter- entertainment purposes. Okay. Avril Lavigne was discovered by Antonio L.A. Reed in 2001 and signed a contract worth over a million dollars. Exclamation point. When, Aver- when Avril's first album was released in 2002, the album sold more than 18 million copies worldwide, becoming the best, the second best-selling album of 2002. This is kind of a weird claim to make because Let Go came out in like October of 2002, so it doesn't have like a ton of time mm-hmm. to be the best-selling album of of 2002. But according to bestsellingalbums.org. 2002, it is number three behind the Eminem show, which we know that you had, and Nora Jones. Nora Jones. And so this website lists the sales as 18 million, but Wikipedia lists her sales as 16 million. I waited till I saw the sun. I, my, my, in my notes here, it says, pause for Lindsay to sing. So let's take a listen to Complicated, which is Avril's lead single off of Let Go. It is not our song of the week, but we want to get a baseline of what the real Avril looks and sounds like. What's up, boys? So what do you guys want to do today? Dude, you want to crush them all? Nice. Okay. She's trying to sound like a Californian, but she's extremely Canadian. Canadian. (laughs) Three samples of tater tots? I think that they're corn dogs. Oh. <laughs> Hence the giant hot dog. I you know what? I'm not I'm not certain. Chill out what she yelling for. Lay back, it's all been done before. And if you could So this is Amy Adams is the body double, right? Not, not quite. Amy Adams is, is, is a, a bit older than Avril is. So, okay, you mentioned the, kind of what her what she dressed like, but give us a sense of her style. Jankos. Jankos. UFO pants. The t-shirt formerly known as a wife beater. I think it's a wife pleaser now. Oh. <laughs> Um, usually she would have some kind of like tie that was plaid. This but no, black. no, no cuff, no collared shirt, just like a tie around her neck. Right. This becomes one of the clues. And like skate shoes. Yes. Kind of skate punky. I, I, this feels like a bastardization of like the skate punk southern california style and they're doing a lot of like skating and bmxing in the video in the video it's like it's like goth adjacent skate punk to me out (laughs) clothes she looks so young so she is, like I said, she's a, about a year older than we are. And this right. came out in 2001. So she's like 17-ish. 
I'm sorry, this came out in 2002. She also has that, like, vampire too that I feel made her attractive to my ex-boyfriend. Great. <laughs> okay, so this is a, this was a very popular song. The YouTube video has 664 million views, so, you know, you should be pretty familiar with this song. And, you know, Avril's like this kind of, like, a little bit gawky punk chick. And the song is about... Making things complicated. A guy who was, like, probably punky like her, but now he's, like, trying to be preppy, probably during the football team. Which is a fucking sin. (laughs) According to Avril, a sin, right? And According to all punks. If you're punk and then you change your mind about anything, you're done. You're done. But um, <laughs> Avril was interviewed at around this time, around this time in the press for the album, being like, "Yeah, like I don't want to dress sexy. I don't want to do all this sh- sh- shit that women are supposed to do in in pop music. I just like want to be me. Want to have my punk dress like the dress like I, a punk forever, right? And did she write complicated? I think that she may have. So on. On the liner notes, it, it seems like she's a credited writer with other people for basically every song. I don't want to call into question like the, how much she contributed, but she, you know she was seventeen, tutored by this or like mentored by this dude, L.A. Reid. But uh, specifically, "Complicated" is written by Avril Lavigne, Lauren Christie, Scott Spock, and Graham Edwards. It has more writers on that song than any other song on the record. Okay. So change a word, get a third is I think in play here. Um, Okay. But this is not yet. This is back to the Brazilian blog, but this is not yet evidence that she died. I'm just contextualizing so that you can understand everything further. Everything here will be presented based on their messages the original messages and the doubles secret messages in Avril's songs. Blinking? No, like li- lyrically. There's you. W- you wish it was as simple as blinking. <laughs> so this is me again. In 2004, Avril releases a follow-up album called Under My Skin, and it's the lyrics on that album that this blogger is pointing to for the secret to what happened to the real Avril and why slash how she died. And that person that's singing is not the real Avril, but a body double named Melissa Vandella. Wow, this is a very specific very quickly. Right? So <laughs> this is the blogger. The blogger is like an, an anonymous person. So I, I'm, they have been referred to with he pronouns in like references. I'm just going to do they. According to the lyrics of Nobody's Home, and My Happy Ending, two songs off of Under My Skin. The story follows Avril, surrounded by personal problems, feeling that her life was no longer the same. One day, when she was at her parents' house, she went to her parents' house to vent, and she found that the house was empty. She committed suicide by hanging herself. And this is based on the lyrics of Nobody's Home and My Happy Ending, which we'll read excerpts from in a moment. Okay. The new Avril, this is the theory, that the new Avril either had problems with her conscience while participating in this farce, or she simply wanted to pay tribute to the old one and tried to leave some indications of what happened through the song lyrics, CD covers, booklets, and promotional photos. 
The new Avril. The new Avril. Melissa. Wanted the world to know what really happened. Or felt guilty and, and left little traces. This is this is a la Stanley Kubrick and the moon landing, where he faked the moon landing so well that he then, 12 years later, had to t- secretly tell everybody in the production design of The Shining, which is like, I don't know. So this is the blogger. I've never seen a singer change her style of singing, composing, dressing, and behaving as much as Avril Lavigne did. And everyone was talking about it at the time. Everyone was commenting on the sudden and radical change in Avril's style and personality. It's not just the style or way of dressing that changed. Her style is different. Her musicality is different. Her lyrics follow a different line. In short, she is, quote, another person. This brings us to our song of the week. Yay! Which is... Nobody's home. And we're going to do a lot of lyrical readings and a lot of listening to a lot of different songs. But this is our song of the week because it's it's supposedly the smoking gun. For Avril's death. For Avril's death. Okay. What are you? What are you watching? Um, Avril is wearing a hoodie and hitchhiking. And then it's like cut in with like this old grainy, like fake black and white horror-looking footage. Almost like noir. She looks like um, Kristen Stewart with that wig on. And she has a vampire tooth. (laughs) So we know that it has to be the real Avril because she's got the vampire tooth. I mean, I don't want to be too much of a naysayer, but so far I'm not not along for the ride. (laughs) Okay, Lindsay. Naysaying. Kind of a bop. Yeah. Oh, I hate the song. And like Evanescence was kind of. Yeah, this feels very Evanescency. But I will say like that there is. The Evanescence song, You Cry and I'll Wipe Away All Your Tears, that one. Yeah. Um, has, like, not a, not a far proximity to death. When I was in high school, we had, like, a miniature high school film festival. And this dude named Matt made a, just basically, like, a fan reel of his best friend, Stephanie, and set it to that song. And everyone thought that she had died. What? Because it looked like In Memoriam of Stephanie. So, like, it doesn't super surprise me that 
if this is the style that we're looking like pre My Chemical Romance kind of style, that this is what people are thinking about. So she was like a teenage runaway. Yeah, and and just like can't like no one's nobody's home for her. She's broken inside. She's broken inside. Okay, let's analyze these lyrical excerpts from Nobody's Home. The blogger says that we will have to read between the lines because everything is written subliminally, which is not what <laughs> subliminally means. You want to give give a give us a start sure i couldn't tell you why she felt that way she felt it every day and i couldn't help her i just watched her make the same mistakes again what's wrong what's wrong now too many too many problems don't know where she belongs where she belongs she wants to go home but nobody's home that's where she lies broken inside with no place to go no place to go to dry her eyes broken inside open your eyes and look outside find the reasons why you've been rejected and now you can't find what you've left behind be strong be strong now too many too many problems don't know where she belongs where she belongs her feelings she hides her dreams she can't find. She's losing her mind. She's falling behind. She can't find her place. She's losing her faith. She's falling from grace. She's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the blogger says, note how this song fits perfectly with I'm with you. And while I'm with you, I don't, I honestly. I'm with you. Yeah. I don't know, know what the fuck that means. That's another song. Play it. I know. Avril. I know it's another <laughs> song, but how does this fit perfectly with I'm with, I don't understand. This is just one of those things. Note how this song fits perfectly with I'm with you. The fuck does that mean? Um, and while I'm with you is in the first person, Avril singing a song about herself on the first record, Nobody's Home is in the third person because the new Avril is talking about the dead Avril. Okay, I'm with you is I'm standing on the bridge. I'm waiting in the dark. I thought that you'd be here by now. There's nothing but the rain. No footsteps on the ground. I'm listening, but there's no sound. Isn't anyone trying to find me? Won't somebody come take me home? Okay, so I get that it's like it's like similar themes, right? Themes of loss, themes of of not knowing what where your place is in the world, and yet, in I'm with you, first person, real Avril, in nobody's home, third person, fake Avril. There's also the song "My Happy Ending," which has the lyrics. Oh, 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 so much for my happy ending. Let's talk this over. It's so not like. So much for my happy ending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk this over. It's not like we're dead. Was it something I did? Was it something you said? Don't leave me hanging in a city so dead, held up, uh, held up so high on a breakable thread breakable thread <laughs> but they don't know me 
do they even know you? Michelle. <laughs> it's not Michelle. It's <laughs> it's uh, Melissa. <laughs> Uh, but they do they even know you? All the things you hide from me, all the shit that you do, you were all the things I thought I knew, and I thought we could be. You were everything, everything that I wanted. We were meant to be, supposed to be, but we lost it. And all the memories so close to me just fade away. All this time, you were pretending. So much for my happy ending. Yeah, so this is what the author points to as evidence that she is like she like died by hanging like up so high on a breakable thread if it broke she would she would be alive yeah um and it's not just these two songs several other songs on the record point to melissa's guilt or ambivalence about being avril so in the song together the line goes something just isn't right i can't feel it inside the truth isn't far behind me you can't deny when i turn the lights out when i close my eyes reality overcomes me i'm living a lie also the writer like throws in their own commentary and the commentary is these lyrics are intriguing all of a sudden aren't they <laughs> oh my goodness and how does it feel avril writes how does it avril melissa sings how does it feel to be different from me? Are we the same? How does it feel to be different from me? Are we the same? How does it feel? And then the song Take Me Away would be a lament for Avril's death and conflict and sadness at having to impersonate her. This is the the song lyrics. I cannot find a way to describe it. It's there inside. All I do is hide. I wish that it would go just go away. What would you do? If you knew, what would you do? And then in Who Knows, Why Do You Look So Familiar? I Swear That I Could Have Seen Your Face Before. In Forgotten, Gotta Get Away, There's No Point in Thinking About Yesterday, It's Too Late Now, It Will Never Be the Same, We're So Different Now. There are also, according to this author, subliminal messages, once again, (laughs) not what subliminal messages are, in the Nobody's Home music video. So... Like a leader, like a film leader appears at three seconds and at three minutes and 15 seconds. You see at the beginning, at the end of the video. And Mm -hmm. so at the three second version, you see an inverted image that says start sound 35, which is like what you would say on a film leader. But the writer says, as if it were in a mirror, referencing the fact that the new Avril is the mirror of the old one physically. Also at three seconds, the letter for A appears, A for Avril, and then the plus sign, and then the letter for D, as in the word dead in English. Us, calculus. You, yeah, right. So <laughs> did you see that? Did you notice that in the video? No. I, I like made sure to look, and it is all in there. I watched it back in like super slow speed, but... Um, th- this this is a little hanky to me. The the if- there are two different versions of the official video, one with the leader and one without the leader. All right. So the mirror thing is just no. Well, what's wrong? Plus... What do you mean? <laughs> a plus mirror, A plus so... dead. So this is actually this is a link that has both videos side by side. The right. original official video with the with the leader and the non-official video and this isn't the only difference so 
we could watch it side by side. So what what are some other differences that you're noticing? As of right now, there's like not a ton of there differences. There was like a film reel. Yeah. It was a little more artistic. The sepia is, yeah. The one on the left is more like projector. But yeah, it looks like an old projector. And it's really making a meal of this like goth Avril, ghostly apparition version of Avril singing the song. Right, that's mostly mm-hmm. been cut out of the rev- the revised video, meaning that too many people were on to them that Avril was dead, <laughs> and so they had to re-edit the video to make to hide the fact a little bit more. Even the album title "Under My Skin" could be a reference to this new person in new person inhabiting the skin of old Avril. So, of course, it takes a long time to make an album. So the writer says, there must be posthumous works by the real Avril included in this album. Her supposed death is from 2003, and they had already thought of releasing a second album in 2002 when the first album sold 60 million copies. So once dead, the new Avril took care of finishing the album, the second album, and Avril's successor may have even taken ready-made lyrics from the real Avril and then added the subliminal, once again, not what subliminal is, messages. Note that some messages have nothing to do with the context of the lyrics, as they were phrases interpolated into the work from the original Avril. And it also may have preserved some of the original music in its original essence. I think it is even likely that there's some real Avril material that was used on this album. This, by the way, is Aviv. This is an incredible tactic because now anything that sounds like Avril or doesn't fit the narrative is the real Avril, but anything that fits the narrative is the is the double. The writer also mentions the things the the um, theme of hanging from the ceiling is a motif in let go in the first record which if you're following along is the only real avril record and cites songs like mobile so this is a live uh version of of mobile and she gets to she like intros the song in an intriguing way Song, this next song is about my life. Everyone put your hands together. No, this is Avril. So she just says this song is this next song is about my life, right? And then the the, the lyrics of the song include hanging from the ceiling, life's a mobile, spinning round with mixed feelings, crazy and wild. Sometimes I want to scream out loud. Everything's changing. All out of my control. I'm mobile. You say mobile? That's what she's saying. I say mobile, though. Like, you know, the thing that are, is above kids' cribs. Yeah. What do you? I'm asking what you say. Oh, what do I say? Because she says mobile. 
Right. I say mobile, but I'm wondering if when that song was out, if I thought she was saying, like, I'm immobile. Well, interesting thing about this song is it wasn't released on the first album. It was leaked on the internet in July, sorry, in January of 2011, eight years later. Hmm. Well, it's definitely up here. It's it's up there. It's in the it's in the old noodle. Yeah. Now, still talking about the song, I there. This person uses intriguing in literally every sentence. Now, still talking about the song lyrics. Look at this super intriguing thing. Evan Tobinfield is a musician who was a part of Avril's band and was the singer's best friend and had been with her since the beginning of her career. This is the the blog's quote. Simply abandoned Levine in 2004, shortly after Under My Skin was released. And the most intriguing thing comes next. After leaving the band, Evan composed the song The Best Years of Our Lives. So let's take a... I'm going to read the lyrics first. And then we're going to listen to The Best Years of Our Lives. We had the best years of our lives, but you and I would never be the same. September took me by surprise, and I was left to watch the seasons change. It's been so quiet since you've gone, and every day feels more like a year. And sometimes I wish I could move on. The memories would all just disappear. So many things I should have said when I had the chance. So many times we took it all for granted. I'd never thought that this could end. I'd never thought I'd lose my best friend. Everything is different now. Can't we stop the world from turning? So the writer notes that Evan was the one who left the band, but he says, I was left here alone. Okay, so maybe the song is just a metaphor for a band breakup, right? And it wasn't a really amicable breakup, so he lost his best friend in Avril, right? Because it's very clearly a song about loss and losing your best friend, right? Maybe he just broke up with someone. Or maybe he just knows about the human experience. No, no, no. Every song has to be autobiographical. (laughs) But go with me on this one. Maybe the song is, is, is a metaphor for a band breakup and it wasn't really amicable and he lost his best friend in Avril. Right. Avril sings on the record. (laughs) She sings on. She sings on this song. So, all right, let's, let's get into this. featuring Avril, Best Years of Our Lives. This sounds like some proto Owl City shit. We had the best years of our lives But you and I will never be the same September took me by surprise I was left to watch the seasons change Isn't it weird that he is has broken up with her and singing about how much he lost her and she's singing on the song? Isn't it weird that she died and she's singing on the song? Well, this is the this is the double. They're both singing about losing a best friend in the real Avril. It's a shared experience. It is a shared experience. So Avril was best friends with her body double before she decided This is the theory, yes, that Avril and Melissa were best friends. Twin 
twin best friends. Well, there was plastic surgery. In, this is we're skipping plastic surgery now. We're skipping to like real tinfoil hat shit. But the the theory the tooth the way, was implanted. The way it evolved is that Avril was feeling very anxious about her new fame and hired her best friend Melissa to be her body double for like paparazzi stuff which shit like that happens all the time right like like celebrities use body doubles to like check into hotels and stuff or or to draw the paparazzi away so that they can like eat in a restaurant in peace right so when Avril died the record company was like we've got too much on the line to to lose this new record which is unfinished let's get Melissa to finish it and then they just kept rolling with Melissa. That's the theory. Did this Melissa person exist prior to this theory? Good question. <laughs> so back to the blog post. <laughs> no answers. Okay. <laughs> You'll get an answer. Just not yet. Okay. okay. Now see how she changed abruptly from one year to the next in, appear- in appearance and style. In 2006, Life and Style magazine apparently ran a story about how different Avril, Avril looks after maybe getting a nose job. They speculated... And they even consulted a plastic surgeon. This is a quote from the article. Now that Avril, 22, is a Ford model, it looks like the former punk princess has a picture-perfect nose. And she may have had some help getting... Because she may have had some help getting it. New York City-based plastic surgeon Dr. George Lefkowitz thinks it's likely that Avril had a rhinoplasty. And a much-needed one at that. Quote, Her old nose was too short and bulbous, he says. The new nose has a better balance and proportion. The tip is more refined. Very pointy. Very pointy. So uh, this is from a... The the quote I read is from a 2006 blog post quoting the Life and Style article, which, despite my best efforts, I cannot find. But I, I did find a Life and Style article, a more recent one, about Avril's style evolution, so, Wait, can I see the two noses side by side, please? This is what we're doing. Okay. So this is Avril in 2003. This is Melissa in 2006, supposedly with a new nose. Like, literally everyone gets a nose job. It's ridiculous if she did get one. Because she didn't Because her nose was perfect. One. Yeah. But I could see them convincing her to do it. I, I absolutely could see them convincing her to do it. But I also could see them planting this nose job story because people were starting to notice that Melissa looks different than Avril. Now, I'll tell you right now, there are pictures from 2004 and 2005 that show a more gradual transformation. But if you just showed me these two pictures, I might believe that they're not the same person. You would. I might. It wouldn't take a lot of convincing to tell me that they're two different people. For our uh, audio-only listeners, this is like a, a really great visual thing, visual investigation that we're doing. Um, so Just check out our YouTube channel. Back and forth. <laughs> clicking back and forth. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. So I think what I'm noticing, although I think this is ridiculous. Uh-huh. Um, what do you, what, what her... about What about this is ridiculous? <laughs> It could be photoshopped. It could be airbrushing. Like the yeah, nose could literally be the same. So many different. Also, things that could the happen. only thing that's really sticking out to me 
which is probably like why I feel like she like looks like Amy Adams so much is like her eyes are kind of close together. Yeah, the eye. There's a lot of like forensic analysis of the angle of her eyes being slightly different, which also could be plastic surgery or just something else. So Mm -hmm. another issue is that of height. In 2002, Avril listed her height as five two and one half inches. Five two and a half. Me too. But now her official bio has her at five one. She shrunk. <laughs> the original Avril liked to wear Converse sneakers. New Avril prefers heels, and this makes us wonder if th- the heels are a way of disguising the height difference. Okay. Another very strange fact: the voice. The original Avril had a more mezzo voice, while her double is a soprano. Perhaps that's why the lookalike would have difficulty interpreting some of the old songs. So now there's like a audio audiological analysis. The old Avril song, Complicated, from the first album, so that's real Avril, is an example. The sentence in the first stanza ends on a low F. Chill out, what you yelling for? Four is on an F, right? And it's low for her range. But she hits it. And then lay back. It's all been done before. That's also the F, right? The old Avril had better voice control than the new one. So when the new Avril sings the phrases for and before, they're always out of tune. With the old one, the tone is well-defined. And with the new one, it's like raspy. So we're going to do a side-by-side of the studio recording of Complicated and the live recording of Complicated. Chill out, what's she yelling for? Lay back, it's all been done before. Now let's take a listen to Melissa doing it live. Chill out, what's she yelling for? Lay back, it's all been done before. Hmm. So she has a lot of trouble hitting that note. And... This is in 2004, before the nose job rumors, and her nose looks different. Does it? Yes. To me, it does. Not to me. I guess her nose does look a little different. Her nose looks different. Doesn't this happen all the time, though? They The way they like auto-tune the songs, and then you hear the person singing it live, and they suck? Yeah, this is a little bit before pitch correction is popularized also there is a difference in the quality of her voice so uh this is a video from a vocal teacher who is kind of diagramming or investigating the difference in the in the timbre of avril's voice so let's take a look at this first video here this is the one that was emailed to me by a viewer to check out let's take a look here and uh see what we think about some of the comparisons so here we go It's like a totally different voice. Was she just like trying to be more like Britney Spears? In 2007? 
I don't know. It also seems that around this time, Avril adopted the very sexy baby way of talking, not just singing. So her t- her speaking voice also changed in the same way. Could she way. have had like vocal surgery? It's possible. And the, 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 the rhinoplasty doctor that they interviewed for Life and Style says that her voice isn't going to change based on the the nose job or whatever. But like, may, I don't know why you would do this. She could have had like nodes on her vocal cords or something. And then <laughs> for singing's too low. Yeah. Like I can feel it when it's down there. Like, yeah, Ugh. but that's, <laughs> I mean, like I like, I know about breath support. I know about all this stuff, but like, I, Oh, this is like a, this is either a choice for some insane reason, or this is a different person's voice. All right. Even She's the title. Me. Hell yeah. <laughs> even the title track from the next album 2007's the best damn thing contains coded lyrical references to this avril not being the real avril so this is uh the blog post again if avril's death was initially hushed up just to release one last album which would have been under my skin this third album was a decision by the record company to certainly carry the farce the title of the album corresponds to the fourth track on the album while Under My Skin, the Avril lookalike lives in the shadow of the original, on this album, she takes on her own style once and for all, which is the opposite style of the old Avril. These are the lyrics to the title track of The Best Damn Thing, which is The Best Damn Thing. Where are the hopes? Where are the dreams? My Cinderella story seen. When do you think they'll finally see that you're not, not, not going to get any better? That you won't, won't, won't get rid of me? Never. Like it or not, even though she's a lot like me, we're not the same. Okay. There you have it. Clear as day. Clear as day. So the new (laughs) Avril here may be saying that she's here to stay, like her or not. It's no longer subliminal. It never was. But as a, as a personal self-affirmation. In other words, she will not live in the shadow of the old Avril. She will live her Cinderella dream, which by a magical past that, which by a magical past transformed her into a star overnight. We're going to take a, a quick look at the video for this. And you can see that in it, Avril dresses and does and is styled in the way that the old Avril used to criticize. She said that she hated the term diva and didn't like to dress preppy or, or poppy. And that's exactly what she does in this music video for the best damn thing. Cause nobody has ever changed their mind. Not a single person. Is Billie Eilish a body double? Billie Eilish. I'm sure that there are Billie Eilish truthers out there. I mean, she just looks like she went to Hot Topic. What do you mean? Yeah. This also this also is like demonstrates really no understanding of Tony Basil and Oh Ricky, you're so fine. Yeah. Which is like what this is doing, right? The the, the cheerleaders are that. This song doesn't really bang though. No. I'm not I'm not into it. Never even heard it. No, I mean either. But Girlfriend is on this record. So she has like a huge hit on this on this album. Hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. 
Which is like, it feels like this is that song. Just in I like a thought it draft. was for a second, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now she's like on the couch in the in the prom dress. She's like, looks like kind of styled like Katy Perry. Uh, why a certain time of month I don't want to hold his hand? PMS, am I right? Okay. I'm just like staring at her nose. Yeah. The the more you stare, the the more you start to believe in this shit. Aside from stylistic cues, there seems to be some not so secret evidence in Avril's choice of clothing, like this picture circa my happy ending, which was from uh 2004. So this is supposedly Melissa. So I don't know. She looks the same. She's dressed like the original Avril, right? What what the, is this like a tweel skirt, tweel dress? Tool? Oh, is that what it's, it's like a petticoat that like... should be worn underneath, worn on the outside. Sure. She's got like a corset top what's, on. What's on the corset though? Someone in pigtails. Yeah, a picture of a girl in pigtails. So if you pay attention, this is the blogger. If you pay attention, you will see that there's a photo of a girl with her eyes closed, dead on the blouse. Dead. <laughs> totally dead. It would represent dead Avril. Or worse, it could be a real photo of Avril's dead body. It looks like the colors on the picture uh, on the on the corset are inverted, representing death. Must be. Must be, right? Like, if you ever watch those, like, 48 hours documentaries or whatever, like, when someone dies, they, like, turn their, their photo negative colors. So, as we mentioned, who the fuck is Melissa? Apparently, Melissa was Avril's best friend. And according to The Sun, by 2014, this theory had mutated from this original Brazilian blog post, which seems to be its source, to the narrative that the record company employed the lookalike best friend Melissa to impersonate Avril for paparazzi purposes when she struggled to deal with the attention. But where did Show me her. She in the yearbook? Where does well where does the name Melissa even come from? This is a press photo circa under my skin. So this is like when Avril when Melissa is promoting the first album that she sings on. Hmm, Tanya Harding. What do you see? <laughs> She looks kind of like Tanya Harding, aka Amy Adams. She looks she looks blonde. Um, Melissa is on the hand. So Melissa is written on the hand in Sharpie. So the be my note is be a little more obvious, Melissa. But this looks like the old Avril nose. Uh, no, not to me. I guess you're right. It's more pigged up. It's it's more yeah. It's more upturned. Uh huh. So this theory gained a lot of traction on internet forums such as ATRL, which is like a pop culture forum, and Godlike Productions, which posts conspiracy theories like the royal fam- about the royal family and UFOs and shit. Fine, and, I gotta check that website. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I did some rabbit holing. <laughs> um, self-proclaimed Avril Rangers shared evidence doing a side by side. Comparison on different moles on Avril and Melissa's arms, finding like whatever small differences that they could find. One ATRL post in 2012 suggested that the original Avril may still be alive, 
using a picture of what appeared to be the singer buying cheese at a oh, time geez. at a time when the new Avril was supposedly battling Lyme disease. So Avril got li- the, the entity known as Avril Lavigne got Lyme disease in 2012 and like struggled with it and has opened up about how it was a really really hard time for her physically and mentally. And it is yet, terrible. It's horrible. And yet there's a photo you have Lyme of Lyme disease? No. I, no, but I I'm from Pennsylvania. I know plenty of people who have Lyme disease. Okay, but I do. Oh, that explains your personality. My personality disorder. Um, and so while you know no one denies that it's an extremely tough time, she was also the, one of the Avril's was able to buy cheese, and therefore did not have Lyme disease. We say that we think that Melissa had Lyme disease, and that had to bring oh, the the original Avril out of hiding to go buy some cheese. Because the Avril in hiding never eats. Never doesn't eat. So, well, she might not eat so because... she did not die. She just went underground where there was a lot of cheese, but then she yeah, ran out of cheese. To avoid the fame, she went to the moon, which is full made of cheese. So much cheese there. So in 2014, the theory made it back to Avril, who was asked about it on a Brazilian TV show. Amazing. I was reading on the internet, and some people say that you 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 were died, and this is a clone of you. Have you read about this? I I didn't hear about it. I just hear about it from I'm hearing about it from you. Mas existem provas que você não é Avril Lavigne. Well, I'm here, <laughs> and I'm in Brazil. No, yeah, no, it's a clone. Okay, so couple things. She looks guilty. If I, I so I don't actually peek behind the curtain. I don't actually believe in this conspiracy theory. But if I were the real Avril and I didn't want people to think that I was a clone, I would not answer like this. Right. Like, like that is the craziest way to answer that question. She seemed very, very guilty. She seemed quite guilty. Then in October of 2015, BuzzFeed reporter Ryan Broderick tweeted about the. Avril Estamorta blog. With the, that's what the blog is called. It's just called Avril Estamorta, <laughs> which means Avril is dead. Yeah. And so he he tweeted about it in a BuzzFeed post, which gave it a bunch of oxygen in the States. Mm-hmm. And in 2017, in May, the theory gained even more traction when a Twitter user posted a thread recounting the theory. The twi- This is from the BBC. A Twitter user named Giv- Givenchy Ass who claims to be a 17-year-old high school student and has more than 13,000 followers, detailed the claim in a thread, which has since been liked and retweeted by a quarter of a million people. Wow. In the thread, they allege that the singer took her own life in 2003 after her grandfather's death. The plot thickens. Yeah, so her grandfather's name was William John Loshaw, and there was a William John Loshaw who died in 2003, and his birthplace was Belleville, Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. So it seems like her grandfather did die in 2003. But once again, we're just connecting things. Sure. And okay. this time, the Twitter user presented new evidence, which was a side-by-side of some of Avril's handwriting from pre-2003 and from 2017. So on the left, there's song lyrics from let go era avril and then a tweet from avril with a picture from 2017 where 
she's writing like a new song and you can see some of the like the word chorus is in both of them and you can see that they look pretty different i feel like my handwriting has changed a lot over the years though i I people don't even write anymore you also can just decide to write differently it's like handwriting analysis is total pseudoscience yeah so also in 2017, a change.org petition was filed asking for, quote, a picture of Avril and Melissa, the only proof of life. Change.org, really? Change.org. The question was broached again to Avril slash Melissa in a November of 2018 interview with Australia's radio station KIIS 106.5. When asked about the theory... Avril slash Melissa responded, quote, some people think I'm not the real B, which is so weird. Like, why would they even think that? Radio hosts Kyle and Jackie O said that Avril never actually flat out denied that she had been replaced and suggested that technical technological difficulties during the interview were a suspicious coincidence. So, So because the Brazilian... Uh, TV show used the term clone. Mm-hmm. Now Melissa is a clone. Oh, like a like dolly. A, a lab-grown clone. So some people think Melissa is a lab-grown clone. Some people think Melissa. We have the best friend theory. Like any good conspiracy, we have like these different threads that happen, right? So there's a second conspiracy theory that. Avril died not in 2003, but in 2013, after the original blog post, in a skiing accident and has only been a body double for the last 11 years. Okay. Avril addressed the rumor once again in 2022 in an interview for Galore magazine stating, it's so funny because everyone says I look the same, but then there's that. That that doesn't make any sense. Also, how random. When people bring it up and it's been brought up for me like for years... That there's this conspiracy theory that I'm not me or something. I'm a clone. How did something like that get so... I don't know. It's just the weirdest rumor. Avril, what are you doing? Her answers are always so weird. So weird. And on a long enough timeline, every internet theory winds up at the Illuminati. Of course. So, quadcities.com which seems to be an official fucking tourist website for the state of Iowa. What? So quad there's there's like a quad cities area in Iowa, like Davenport and some other some a couple others. And so that website of like come to the quad cities in Iowa published a column by writer Sean Leary, which I'm going to read from now. The headline is did Avril Lavigne die and get replaced with her Illuminati body double three question marks. <laughs> in 2007's Girlfriend, Avril is shown in multiple roles. He's talking about the music video. She plays mm-hmm. a kind of dowdy, modest girl with glasses and reddish brown hair. She plays a rebellious, dark haired rock vixen who is trying to take the bespectacled Avril away. And she plays the modest, I'm sorry, she plays the blonde and pink haired singer of the song. Is that Avril Lavigne, Velma, or Melissa? Now, of course, the deep psychological analysis of this would say that this is the singer's id, the brunette, the ego, the raven-haired, and the superego, the blonde, all battling it out to see who's going to win the hand of the winsome and boring-looking male model in the video. 
but I think you and I know better. According to conspiracy theorists, this is the story of how a girl named Melissa Vandella, who was bespectacled and nerdy, became friends with the blonde singer Avril and became her body double for security reasons and in music videos. So let's take a, a look at Girlfriend. Yay. So the redhead is Melissa. And then the dark-haired original Avril is Avril in the in the story. Very pointy nose. But so like, but in, in terms, okay. So Melissa is playing all three of these roles. But the raven hair, the dorky redheaded one, represents the old Melissa. The black-haired one represents the real Avril, and the real Avril takes the dorky Melissa and turns her into the blonde girl singing the song. Okay, that's what the story. That's that's the 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 analysis of this song. I like the song. Yeah. These wigs are just awful. She's like, so whatever you can do so much better. I think we should get together now. And that's what everyone's talking about. Not a secret. I think it is a churro, yes. <laughs> I can't. I can't stop. I'm just like looking at complicated stills versus this. <laughs> okay, so this is back to twinsquadcities.com for some fu- Why the fuck do they publish this? Um, this is Sean Leary. However, she soon assumed a more sinister purpose. According to these nefarious theories, Levine resisted joining the Illuminati and didn't want to participate in blood sacrifices required to be a part of the group and to continue to increase her fame. However, by this time, she had become too famous and knew too much, so she had to be eliminated. And so she was. And so to enter Melissa Vandela, the body double. According to this theory, the real Avril was killed, but it was made to look like a suicide in 2003. Her record company and handlers were talked into slash coerced into having the body double Melissa, who was secretly part of the Project Monarch Illuminati mind control problem, take over for Avril and use her songs for backmasking demonic messages and general mayhem like Josie and the Pussycats again like you know getting the youth to do subversive things like wear ties with t-shirts and cargo pants okay but there's like one thing that I just keep toggling between and it's like paused girlfriend at this one spot Uh and then it's complicated Uh and she looks like a different person completely different person Damn it, now I'm drinking the purple drink. You're drinking the the, the flavor aid. <laughs> After the pop this is still Sean Leary. After the popular singer died in two thousand three, 
At the first explosion of her success, note that she was blonde-haired when Complicated came out, hence the blonde in the video, the Illuminati, represented by the raven-haired singer, sacrificed her to Satan and replaced her with a demonic acolyte who was a willing altar for a reptilian, shape-shifting demon, the nerdy Melissa, who literally sold her soul to become famous and replace the real Levine. Oh, and there was a lot of subliminal messages about shopping at Hot Topic. <laughs> I mean, I did say hot topic out. You loud did say on hot topic. So, okay, <laughs> I I am leaning to believe. I'm not certain, but I'm leaning to believe that this is a, a satire. Yeah, but me too. This is on. I have to stress an official tourism website for the state of Iowa. Why? Who can say? Is it a big Illuminati hub there? I don't. I have no fucking idea. Good, good job, Sean. And ultimately, I think that this gives people an excuse to scrutinize young women's body under the uh, young women's bodies under the cover of investigation. They did this with Paul McCartney, but as far as I know, he's one of the only people. He's one of the only men that have this like body double replacement conspiracy theory stick with them. Maybe Obama and Biden have like a little bit of that. Uh, from Republican cranks, but nothing compared to people like Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Melania Trump, Michelle Obama, Avril Lavigne, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we do this all the time with plastic surgery, right? We like, oh, mm-hmm. Anya Taylor-Joy, did she get an eye lift? Is Minnie Kaling on Ozempic? We're just obsessed with women's bodies. Mm-hmm. It is super interesting because, as we know, this is a society that force-feeds certain looks, certain... um expectations on women's bodies faces you name it Mm -hmm. even some even people as unknown as like reality like b-list reality shows right like there are what was the heidi montag right was like completely completely different face. face yeah and then even like i was watching selling sunset recently and there was like a comment like oh you arranged her whole face to be here and then there was like this argument ensued and it was like this one girl nicole had gotten like a nose job and a cheek job before going on the show and then there's something that does fascinate us i think as a culture with like the idea of like changing your face and for me like i you know, like certain things are like so disgusting, but also for some reason they're like tintillating. Mm-hmm. Titillating? I don't know what's the word. They're like titillating is not tintillating. <laughs> like like self mutilation for beauty. Like mm-hmm. that is just fucking weird. It's like there's like a camp factor in that too. Like Anna Nicole Smith being addicted to plastic surgery, and like the, all these drag queens like have this like heightened version of femininity. Right. And I think that that's like plastic surgery is doing something akin to that as well. But there's also, I think, like maybe an evolutionary protection sort of instinct. Like, you know, the the term Uncanny Valley, right? Mm hmm. So for listeners who might not know, Uncanny Valley is when there is an approximation of a human being in like a show or a movie made by a computer. And it looks like almost human, but not quite human enough. And it gives us all the heebie-jeebies. And so if you look at like Disney movies, uh, Pixar movies, they always, all of the, their human figures are like have really exaggerated features to let you know that they're not real. And that's like by choice. They could make a a movie with people that look like actual people or 
computer generated things that look like actual people. But every time that happens, we all get squicked out. Um, and so the theory is that we have this reaction because at some point in our evolution, there were things that looked like humans that weren't humans. And so some people point to this being aliens, but the general consensus is like, yeah, because we were homo sapiens and then there was another kind of co-evolved mammal that looked kind of like us that we couldn't mate with and or it would be the end of our species. And so this evolved to keep us away from them. Mm. Right. But I think like like this this plastic surgery or like people changing their faces triggers this uncanny valley reflex in us. In a way that, like, it, it becomes this, like, hideous, not saying that Avril is hideous, but it becomes this kind of mu- mutilation thing that we can't look away from, like you said. Yeah. And eventually this all becomes recursive, right? So she may have felt pressure to get the nose job, and then when she got the nose job, everyone's like, why'd you get a fucking nose job? And she's like, well, you told me to. And the conspiracy theory itself also becomes recursive and selective. And while I never outwardly said that I believed in this conspiracy theory, I only presented you with evidence that I wanted to. Like that vocal teacher reacts video. She debunks this vocal thing later in the video, but I didn't play you that part. And the 2014 Brazilian TV interview, that made it back to the original blog post as an addition and became further evidence of the theory in this incredible feedback loop. Hmm. So the blog post ends like this. Whether this, by the way, whether this was in the original blog post or whether this was added like the uh, clip of the Brazilian TV show, I can't really tell. But uh, this is this is how the blog post ends. What lesson could I leave with all this? Well, what I would like to point to is how susceptible the world is to believing things, no matter how strange they seem, simply because someone already believes them and affirms them, no matter how many coincidences and spectacular elements. But as much as you may be tempted to believe in something incredible, remember that reality is incredible enough. Life is already amazing enough. See how much this subject has yielded in the world as I just observed coincidences and organized them in order to support a thesis. Have you ever stopped to think about how many fantastic ideas people keep believing without support? Just them choosing to believe instead of simply accepting the most likely reality of things? Whenever you want to believe in something questionable, there's always, there will always be elements to justify your belief. But be careful that your life doesn't become based on conspiracies tidied up and organized to make them seem real. The reality is right in front of your nose. So this sounds a little wishy-washy to me. Like, doesn't come directly out and say, like, I made all this up. Can I give my interpretation? Because yeah. also it's translated, so it's one level removed. It is, it is definitely one level removed. And we don't know when it was posted. It seems like it's trying to say, like, be careful what you fucking sheep believe. I agree. What you read on the internet. Wink, wink. Like, I was thinking about this earlier when I was, like, clicking back and forth between complicated and... Girlfriend uh, or whatever. Girlfriend. Like, none of us, well, neither me nor you, have ever seen Avril Lavigne, like, in person. We've never seen her speak we don't know what her mannerisms are. We don't Avril know what she Levine looks like can't in 3D. Speak? <laughs> like we don't, you know, like people look different based on like stills versus in person, and 
we don't know her. We don't know her. So maybe she looks different in two different videos, but look who at a picture gives, of me from high school. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Should put one up. I if you send it, I will. I'll yeah, find the I, ugliest picture I can find. I also have a like a look that if I you, you said this before we started recording, like I shaved my beard and I look kind of like a different person. And so I I don't, you know, don't believe in this. This is utter nonsense. And I think also there's like there. I, this has been memeified, right? So there are people on the internet who are S- Melissa truthers or like show us Melissa every time. Every time Avril Lavigne posts something, they're like, "Good job, Melissa." And I think like no one truly believes. It's just kind of a fun thing yeah. that we're all doing. Um, when I say That's no fun. one, when I say I no fun. one, I I mean I mean there are. De- there are obviously people who it's a big world. Basically, everything someone believes. There's flat earthers, yeah. Right. <laughs> but like I, the majority of people who are adding fuel to this, it's coll- like we're all collectively on the joke. I think, but um, not not necessarily so for the people who propagated this uh, this hoax to begin with. So I I don't necessarily think that this takes enough responsibility for making this shit all up. But according to the Daily Mail, quote, the alleged creator of the death hoax posted a now deleted Facebook message claiming uh, it was like a, a, po- a post uh, mm-hmm. claiming that he invented the conspiracy theory as a social experiment to see yeah. how quickly such a rumor could spread. Yet even now, people believe the conspiracy theory to be very true. Yeah, I got and, that. And the BuzzFeed article also clarified that this was a complete hoax in a second article called Here's How I Accidentally Made an Old Avril Lavigne Death Hoax Go Viral. It's like the wave. It is like the It's exactly like the wave. People never read the corrections. Yeah. And you asked this earlier and I and I never answered you. It's very hard to find anything about anyone named Melissa Vandella other than reporting on the hoax itself. It's possible that no such person exists. And Vandella is conspicuously close to Mandela, like the Mandela effect. Exactly. So, what do you believe, Lindsay? What do you believe? Are you a member of the wave? I believe that this person did what he said he did, or she did. they did what they said they did. Whoops, accidentally created a hoax. Which is fucking hilarious, and it makes me kind of want to do one. Yeah, if it it <laughs> it definitely feels like a, a real Frankenstein's monster situation where they're like, "Whoops, created something I can't control." And but Avril Lavigne is a real person. I mean, this one isn't too dangerous. It doesn't seem yes. too dangerous. No one's trying to kill Melissa to get the real Avril back. Yet. Yet. You never fucking know. You got to be more responsible. You got you got to be responsible with the things you post on the internet, but. <laughs> Did the, did they really think that their blog post would go globally mega viral? Probably not. But they were curious. But they were curious, and no one reads the fine print. So what are we going out on this week? I think this week we're going to go out on Sweet Melissa. I think it's actually just called Melissa. Melissa. But, but justice for Melissa. This is the Almond Brothers' Melissa.
lyrics for lunch on instagram and twitter and for longer and weirder stuff send us an email at lyricsforlunch at gmail.com if you have if you know the whereabouts of the real melissa vandella let us know we're at lyricsforlunch at gmail.com and tell your friends about us tell your enemies about us tell your body doubles about us if you want to support the show go to lyricsforlunch.com and click on support the show and tune in next week when we do this all over again with another incredible hoax that we get to debunk I was going to do uh, uh, someone who actually died next week, but I think oh. I'll have to bump it out a week. <laughs> oh, no, because it's, it's too uh, depressing. Let's do the same. <laughs> well, until then, I'm Aviv Rubenstein. I'm Aviv Hecker. Saying, hey, I don't like your girlfriend. Melissa